I'm Cody Schneider. I'm McKean Hanley, and we, we are, are inside, inside the hive. Okay, guys, welcome back after what has it been, Joel? Two and a half, three weeks yeah, since our last podcast. Here for episode 14 of Inside mm-hmm. the Hive. We're excited to welcome on you to Northwest Ohio Hockey Standouts. So welcome to the show, boys, and let's get into your season recap. So your overall record so far, 10-8-1, 2-3 in the league. Some notable wins over St. Francis and Bowling Green. And this weekend, you guys have a tournament down in Columbus, is that correct? That's correct. With games against Hudson, Olentangy, and New Albany. And their next league game is Friday, January 20th, versus Anthony Wayne at BG Ice Arena. we got to be there. All right, Cody and McCain, could you guys uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves and who you guys are? Um, Cody Schneider. I'm a senior at Perrysburg High School, and I play hockey. I played golf in the in the fall as well. Uh, just picked that up a couple years ago, and now we're about mid-hockey season and going through that right now. Yeah, I'm uh, McCain Hanley. I play hockey, obviously. Played since I was young. Also played golf, played that in the fall. Did that for four years, so that's fun playing, playing with Cody, playing with some of the guys we played hockey with, and uh, obviously Jack, one of the hosts. <laughs> so, as we mentioned, we have just returned from our long holiday break last week, and I know you guys played some hockey, but what else did you do during your holiday break? Oh, um... Tried to stay healthy, I guess. A lot of sickness going around and played a lot of hockey. Had uh, not too many days off, so kind of just rest, I guess. Yeah, I, we kind of had some days off before, so we had to make sure that we were still healthy, still uh, in shape to play. But after that, we didn't have many breaks, so it was basically just hockey, practice it. I think I skated on our backdoor rink once, too, so... Now, what is it like staying in like that grind while you're like you're kind of on break, but at the same time you got to keep playing hockey games? I think it's fun. I like it. Uh, normally, when you just have school and then you got to go to practice, get home late, kind of runs you down. So, having the mornings off or having the afternoons off, it's it's nice. You mentioned uh, skating on your <laughs> backyard hockey rink. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like for you? Ah, uh, well, it's a rectangle, like. Like most rinks, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just fun. You kind of do some one on ones. Cody also has one, so you get the friends out there, play a little bit. Obviously, like no full gear, so you just kind of mess around, do some moves, shoot the puck around, just kind of a little warm up for what's coming next in the season. Now, does it get pretty intense out there? Are there a lot of competitions on that backyard ice. Yeah, but there's some guys that just can't really keep up that we've had in the past, so it's just mm-hmm. kind of really try to embarrass them as much as you can. <laughs> now, uh, exiting the holiday season, what was your guys' favorite gift that you gave someone or received this uh, Christmas? Um, wow, tough one. I guess the best I received, got a Oculus Quest 2, the VR headset. Mm. Love that thing, whole new... Whole new perspective. Uh, what, yeah. what games have you been playing on that? Uh, Beat Saber. Love Beat Saber. Um, yeah. Big Beat Saber guy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Keith? Uh, my favorite gift, uh, it's got to be a robe. Man, that thing is nice. No, Just like wake it. up. You wake up in the morning, you know you're cold most of the time. I mean, I shower in the mornings, but get out of a nice shower. You just put a robe on, you're like, 
cozy. You know, mm-hmm. it's just nice. Now is this like just like a fur robe, like you feel good, or yeah. what are we talking here? It's, I mean, not like super long fur, but it's just like a nice blanket liner kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds good. So uh, how did you guys uh, kind of moving into hockey here? How did you guys get your start in hockey growing up? Uh, my dad played hockey uh, from when he was a kid. He played juniors, college, so kind of just ran in the family. His family played hockey as well. My older brother did too, so uh, I would, when I was young, I would just go out with a bucket and skate on the rink a little bit with my brother and my family, so I just I loved it and played from there on. Yeah, um, my dad wasn't a Division One hockey player, but he was a... Uh, he was from Michigan, went to all the uh, Red Wings games with his brother when he was younger, and uh, when I was growing up, my older brother got into it pretty young, so I had to follow in his footsteps, one-up him and uh, everything we we do, so I got into it too, and I was pretty young, probably five or six. Now, Cody, you recently had scored your 100th career goal for the Jackets. Could you tell us uh, what that means to you? Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't really keep track, but it's a good milestone, and um, it was good to help the team on a couple wins there that weekend, and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, both of you have contributed a lot of offense to the Yellow Jackets over your time. What do you, Cody, specifically attribute your goal success to, your goal scoring success? Um, I think, like Keen said, just messing around on the backyard rink, um, you know, finding ways to improve that aren't so serious, uh, messing around in the basement in the driveway. Um, a lot of my free time just goes into, like, stick handling, shooting. Um, always finding time to improve and not taking it too serious, you know, being creative and uh, not trying to be a robot out on the ice and kind of just have a goal every time I step on the ice to contribute to the team. And I think, thankfully for me, uh, putting the puck in the net. Cody, could you tell us a little bit about what goes through your head on a breakaway? Oh, geez. Um, I think I have a couple moves that I'm really confident in. Um, really depends on size of the goalie, uh, quickness. Five hole. Shout five out hole. Sam, yeah. Sam Yonker. Sam Yonker. <laughs> uh, if it's Sam Yonker, we're going five hole. But oh boy. Um, yeah, one of my favorite moves is five hole. I think it. Sorry, Sam. It's real effective, but. Yeah, it depends uh, kind of my speed, what angle I'm going in on. Okay. So, McKean, your dad is one of the assistant hockey coaches for Perrysburg. What is it like having him on the bench for the games? Uh, I've grown up with him being on the bench, obviously, since he can help with skating and just overall overall defense. Uh, I mean, it's nice at some points, but then it's also – it can be tough because then people say, like, oh, you – play just because of your dad and stuff like that, which isn't, like, necessarily true at all. If anything, he's harder on you than any other other kid, which people don't really realize. So it's tough, but it's also nice having there someone there that supports you. Now, McKean, if I'm not mistaken, your dad was a uh, captain for the Miami hockey team, right? Yes, he was. Now, uh, how pivotal pivotal of a role did he uh, play in your hockey upbringing? Uh, obviously a huge role. I mean, he's helped me develop – my skills, uh, passed down, kind of stuff like that. Um, he just he loves the game so much too, and he always tells me if I don't like it, don't play it. But obviously, I love the game as well, so he just tries to push me to be the best I can. 
Now, uh, this is a question for both of you, um, and I want you to kind of think hard about it, but not too hard about it. What is? Who is your favorite player in the NHL currently, and why? Um, currently, my favorite player would be Connor McDavid, uh, fastest player on the ice, and arguably the best hands, uh, best goal scorer by far. So, I think I model my game after him. Just always trying to get faster, better, put more pucks in the net. I also have to go with Connor McDavid or uh, Kale McCarr. He's mm-hmm. a defenseman, and he's also very talented in the offensive zone as well. So, McKean, speaking of defense, can you talk to us a little bit about the switch you made this year from forward to defenseman? Yeah, it was a difficult decision, that's for sure. Uh, Coach mentioned it, actually, before I did. Uh, we, were, we, we knew we were going to struggle on defense this year just because we lost our two older captains. So I, I've been able to play defense even though I haven't played it like growing up really but uh I like it back there now that I'm used to it before it was a little tough to kind of I mean you're changing your position so your shots got to be different uh passing just skating in general but now that I've done it for a while I have a lot of poise back there so I I like it now make some make some good plays now, what are some of your guys' goals for the rest of the hockey season uh I think the uh, overarching goal every year has been uh, make the state tournament, win district finals. But uh, I really think this year is to to set our mind shorter and just get get through the first round of playoffs. Um, really tough competition this year, and I think we break through that first wall and, and we're set to go far this year. Yeah, we just got to get past that first one. All the teams are just like our team. Uh, there's some superstar seniors, good seniors, and then kind of the juniors, a few good ones, but then after that it's kind of split off. Uh, so I think if we get in the right mindset, we get our team in the right mindset, then we'll really go far. Now what are you guys' plans after high school? Is hockey in your futures? Um, not necessarily. I'll probably play like intramural, maybe club, but I don't have any plans on playing like junior or anything like that as of now. Yeah, same for me as of now. Just uh, plan to attend BGSU for college and stay home. Do you have any idea what you want to major in, Cody, at all? I have no idea right now. Zero clue. Keener, anything? Uh, Something in the medical field. I'm not sure, though. Now, uh, you both played on varsity for four years now, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um. How would you describe your growth as a hockey player during your four years? Um, I know Keen, both of us especially, came in as a little chubby freshman that <laughs> couldn't skate halfway down the ice without being out of breath. And um, I think the strength really shows uh, really growing up as like grew in our bodies. And um, not only that, but growing some leadership we had we had some great leaders our freshman year and especially our sophomore year both our brothers were captains and uh last year we got to be assistant captains and this year captains so it's uh we've had a great path of leadership throughout all four years now in, a, in addition to playing hockey for the school you guys have both played uh varsity on golf for the past two seasons can you describe what your time is like playing golf uh i mean i i love it i love being around the guys be 
we had five seniors and a little Weisenberger too. So it's kind of it's fun being with your buddies and also being able to make fun of one younger kid. But we all <laughs> competed against each other. We liked playing golf. It, it was just a fun time. Yeah, for me it was pure fun. Uh, my best friends introduced me to it before my junior junior season, and uh, I never looked back. It was the greatest time ever, and part of that thanks to Jack, his his <laughs> brightness lit up the room every wow. day. Wow, yeah. Now, uh, this is a personal question from me, but um, do you mess with any of the other hockey players like you mess with me? Uh, I'll just give an example. Like, I don't know, putting crackers in someone's golf bag or putting hot dogs in someone's golf bag, and then they, they reach into the bag, and they're like, why is my club all sticky? Oh, wait, Cody put his mustard down my bag again. Um, can we just can we talk about that for a second? I am unfamiliar with that oh, whole okay. ordeal. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. No comment on that as well. Um, McKean, that is not an acceptable answer. I need a little bit more. You know what you did, and I just want you to put it on the record. Um, mm, I don't know if I can. Uh, we did have a goal to see how heavy we could make someone's bag, and that it just happened to be yours. Uh, and it just kind of went on from that. Now, um, do you do anything like that to any hockey teammates? I think Cody and uh, Sam Bortz are definitely the ones that chirp our team the most. But, yeah, there's a – it's not really, like, a certain person. It's more of just we, the, we spread the, the wealth whole team. We yeah. spread the wealth. Yeah. It's kind of – you dish it out there. They don't really say much back, um, but it's just kind of funny. Now, is that a way we build toughness on our hockey team? We chirp each other to make us mentally stronger or what? <laughs> no. No, that's on the ice. Uh, that's Keen's job on the ice. But <laughs> uh, yeah, off the ice, we we like to joke around. Now, this is a question that I want a very honest answer, and it might not be the best answer. But uh, who is the better golfer between you two? Cody's got a better nine-hole record. I have a better eighteen-hole record. It's kind of hard to tell. Now, how would you guys say you compare to Jack? I think we're all the same, inconsistent. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. One one week, Cody Schneider will be a top golfer. Next week, I'll be a top one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, not so much. Uh-huh. Of course not. No, never give me any credit. <laughs> it's okay. No, but we're all just kind of right there. I think Jack's a little bit more consistent, uh, a little bit smarter of a golfer. That's for coming from mm-hmm. my point, at least. Mm-hmm. You got that Thank experience, you. Jack. Yeah, Jack. Does yeah, that. yeah. Put it this way: Cody was second team all district for golf, Joel. In case you didn't know that, yep. second team all district. And then the week before that, I think he shot a ninety, ninety-two <laughs> at league. So you know that just kind of shows you the consistency factor. Ninety, and then the next day came in with like an eighty-one and got second team yep. all district. So yes, you know. What is your best round of golf? Uh, I think it's got to be Heather Downs. Heather Downs. It's got to be Heather I Downs. That. I think Worst there was scores. a. Sorry, was Dan, it a, Dan Sutton's not going to want to hear that, but whatever. I think it was a 74. 74, 75? 74, yeah. Two under on the back. I was pretty proud of that one. Keener? Uh, mine's also a 74 at Eagles Landing. Could you guys rank the courses you've played on? Like, just like, I don't know, top five, like best to worst or. Give us a couple top ones you played and a couple bad. Number one, Heather Downs Country Club. (laughs) 
All right, keep going. Uh, does it have to be from around here? No, or? it can be anywhere you played. Like some of the best golf courses you ever played. Some of the not uh, so good ones. Treetops in Gaylord, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Played those with my uncle. Uh, those are insane. Elevation changes everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put Belmont up there. Um, played there two hundred times. It's it's one it's of my favorites. Yeah. A lot of fun, especially when I play with you two and you put stuff in my bag and then we go back and forth. Lots and of then, ketchup packets at oh, that country Oh, the ketchup, club. everything. Um, That's from ma- occasion- Occasionally we play golf, Joel. I don't know if you knew that. Like Occasionally we actually hit some shots while we're walking around just, you know, having a good time. That's the best thing about golf is you're just walking around. Half the time you hit a ball, but half the time you're just talking with other goons that just make fun of you the whole time. So it's great. If we can go back like uh, 20 seconds how like stained is the inside of your golf bag? Oh, that's it, for the next person to find out. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so currently, it is sitting above the high school gymnasium in a in a little um, athletic storage locker that um, only the golf coaches and Mr. Chaco know about. So, um, you know, I haven't really looked on the inside of the bag in a while. Um, I dumped it out for after the season. Dumped it out to find out what all they actually put in it because for the whole season. I couldn't figure it out. I just kept pulling clubs out, and the top of my grips would be like this orange stain. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And then I finally dump out the bag at the end of the season. Someone put a bottle of On Bug Spray in the bottom, and it, I could feel something down there, but I couldn't tell what it was. So there was On Bug Spray. There was peanut butter crackers. Someone had put sunglasses down there. Not, and then if you go into the Belmont locker room, they have these combs. And sometimes, like, people use them and then put them, I don't know, you're supposed to throw them out. Found four or five combs just sitting in the bottom of my bag, and I'm like, all right, who could this have been? Let's see. Crackers, that's got to be Alex. The combs got to be Cody. And the bug spray, I don't know. But who, you bug know whoever you were. I was, I was the whoever guy. put that bug spray in my bag, and I'm not ruling out Coach Thompson necessarily. <laughs> he, I know you guys could have persuaded him into putting something in my bag, but whoever put that on bug spray in my bag – I'm going to find you. <laughs> now, do you plan on playing any intramural golf in college at all? Uh, I know BGSU has a has a pretty good club golf team. They, uh, My brother joined that, and they got Stone Ridge for a pretty cheap price. They go out there and mess around almost every day, so I'll definitely consider that. Uh, I will, too. Kind of depends on where I go to college, though, mm-hmm. uh, schedule, but... Um, I'm interested, at least. Now, what are some of your favorite high school golf memories? Uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff, a lot of good moments <laughs> in, like, competing. Um, one of them's got to be just hearing Danny T and uh, DeLauder <laughs> talk about certain Ooh. things. It's just funny to listen to. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's all nice, just fun stuff Cody yeah I, I agree um, one of my favorite moments has got to be Josh Weisenberger's wardrobe <laughs> uh, cargo oh, shorts bad. on the golf course got to be all-time goat moments oh gosh anything and, else I feel like there was a lot of different combinations that that poor kid wore out oh, there geez. Well, and that. it's not for the lack of clothes in his lo- in his bedroom because let me tell you he's got the correct clothing or suitable options he just chooses to wear some of the most outrageous clothing options ever but cody can tell you more yeah 
mismatched socks, shorts, oh. shorts down to the shins. It, the list goes on. I, I could go forever. Let's talk about his, what, NLL tournament fit. Oh. Uh, we're supposed to wear black black shorts with our gray shirts. Mm-hmm. Not hard to do. No, we've Pulls did up it all year. Crusty gray cargo shorts that go past, <laughs> past his knees, about to They're his like ankles. his go-to match, like, <laughs> no, any type of thing. His, no belt. His go, no his belt. go-to He's cargos. got a terrible bucket hat on. Oh, that's right. The, One who high can sock forget the bucket hat? And a low sock. I mean, he just looks like <laughs> some intoxicated golfer just out for, like, a casual Saturday with the boys. Was it, like, the, the gr- weird gray bucket hat he wears? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, back then, well... A couple months ago, he had the, the curly hair like Keen's, and he just wore the bucket hat because he thought it looked good. And uh, it was just a bizarre time to be alive, really, to watch his fashion. Has he ever, like, pulled up uh, in his orange and uh, pink Kyrie's he has? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's played golf in those, without a doubt. Just, you know, if the rest of his outfit wasn't enough, just popping with the bright orange shoes is just immaculate. So now we're going to head into... This week's flashback, this is where we review a controversial or hot topic that may spark conversation in the community. This week we're going to take kind of a little bit of a different spin. So I want you to think back on your time playing varsity golf kind of like we have been and come up with each of your favorite Coach DeLauder and Coach Thompson stories. And I know there's a lot of good ones that we can share. Coach Thompson stories got to be the forbidden joke. Oh, um, what a story. Can't go through that on the podcast, but... If you're ever walking through the halls, make sure to ask Coach Thompson about the forbidden joke. He probably won't tell you, but it'll make him laugh at least. Oh, I always get a chuckle out of Danny T for that one. But uh, Another one would also be with the golf cart getting stuck in uh, what, DeLauder. DeLauder at Stone Ridge yeah. in a state tournament. Stay, stay on the path is, yeah. what, is what they told him. He did not do that and got it stuck. It's supposed to be cart path only. Big tournament, because it's, it's for states, right? So you're qualifying, and it's like 90 degrees on October 1st. Like, doesn't happen, and it had just rained. So everything's like muddy as all, all can be. And DeLauder is, it's on, let's see, the fourth hole, par five, and he's trying to cut across into the woods, because you can see four fairway, five green, and six tee. And as he, like, turns off the cart path, and it was clearly cart path only, he gets over this little mud patch, and then all of a sudden the cart just gets stuck. It's not moving. He's trying to, like, rev it to, like, go through it. And then all of a sudden, it's stuck. So then inside the cart at the top, they have a little piece of paper that says Perrysburg Coach on it. So they're like, all right, we got to push this thing out of here because they're going to know it was us. So then all of a sudden, they start pushing it out. Mud gets all over our his golf shirt. Thompson's just standing there laughing, like, trying to help him. So then all, the whole rest of the day, it's, like, 90 degrees. DeLauder's wearing this full pullover, sweating because he's like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing takes the piece of paper out and no one ever forgot how he got a cart stuck at stone ridge and it's one of the funniest things you'll ever hear so if you ever have mr delauder for a teacher or you're at you're somewhere with mr delauder ask him how he got a cart stuck you will not be disappointed so was the cart ever removed or no? oh yeah they got it out but you know he's mudstained close delauder thompson and then nick Pineda was there with him so he like was watching this whole thing i i don't know if he still has the picture on his phone but like you can see him, like, pushing out the golf cart, and DeLauder's just so – if you know Mr. DeLauder, he gets, like, so, like, worked up about these tiny things. He was just a wreck that day. Absolute wreck. All right, uh, now it has come to my attention that fellow teammate Sam Bortz drove a golf cart into the water with you guys. <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, that and what really happened? 
Um, I was there. I could tell that story. So finish on, finishing up a, a fun little casual round, White Pines Golf Course. <laughs> uh, tee off on 18, and we're driving up to the fairway, and uh, me and Alex Wilhelm are sitting in the cart, and he's riding up a, ahead of us by himself. And we, me, me and Alex hit a bump, and Alex starts laughing. So Sam looks behind him. Looks behind him at the not the right time, <laughs> di- nose dives into a ditch, oh. full of water. Um, he jumps out into the into the ditch, climbs out, and is like, "Okay, this is bad." Uh, then it, it all got worse. He realized he didn't have his phone. Oh. Dives back into the pond, uh, tries to find his phone. About thirty minutes go by, can't find his phone. We ended up calling the clubhouse. Need a need a tractor to pull it out. We pull it out. His phone's sitting on the on the on the like foot rest on the cart, unsubmerged underwater, but it still works. I think it was like a three hundred dollar oh, fine, fines. but oh, it was a good day, great day. What was their like initial reaction? We, I think we all said this is bad right away. <laughs> this is just bad. They yeah. sent a picture in the group chat. And I, I thought it was fake, and I was like, "How dumb can you be?" Like, <laughs> like, oh, Bortz. We we couldn't stop laughing, but we couldn't. We felt so bad for Sam. That's tragic. Did I ever have I ever told you the story about Kyle? How he dropped his clubs in the water? Yeah, of course. Did I have I told you that? Oh, you'll find this funny. I always love telling the story. So we're playing in a tournament at the Legacy, and it's windy, right? Summer day, really windy. And so Kyle hits the shot, and he's got a push cart because he liked to push his clubs back then. And so he hits the shot over to the right, and it's back there. But as he's hitting, the wind blows his hat backwards. And his push cart is pointed towards the pond on number 14 at the Legacy. And so he goes back running for his hat. And at the same time, cart with no brake <laughs> gets the wind and starts pushing towards the water. And I'm up here with the other two guys we're playing with, and we're walking up towards the green. Then all of a sudden, I look back. I go, Kyle, your cart's moving. Kyle, your cart's moving. Then we're like, Kyle, your cart's moving. And then all of a sudden, it just tips right into the water. And I'm just standing there trying not to laugh. I'm like, oh, my God, Kyle, you're such, you're just so special. And then one of the um, people running the event has to come help Kyle pull his clubs out of the water, pull his phone out of the water. But by the time we were done with the round, his cart was completely dry his clubs were completely dry, but he earned the nickname Aquaman for like the next <laughs> six months because his cart got stuck in the water. Great story. So now kind of moving back to hockey a little bit. What is your favorite hockey memory so far at Perrysburg High School? Mine's got to be this year. Uh, it's actually unbelievable the amount of kids this has happened to. But mm. you sit on the ledge of the bench in like practice or whatever. Yeah. So obviously you can fall forward, so it's just easy to get on the ice, but... You can also fall back into the actual bench, and we'll be oh practicing, and, like, you can kind of tell when someone's coming at you and, like, almost about to hit you, because normally you don't, like, get hit on the bench, but someone will, mm-hmm. like, run into you uh, on an accident, and so many people fall into the bench just backwards, <laughs> and it's the funniest thing ever. Like, you can kind of get out of the way, but they just let it happen, and then there was the one kid, I can't remember, I think it was Tyler Heat fell into the back of the bench so hard, I thought we were going to have to call an ambulance. Like, <laughs> he smacked the ground so hard. Just got up okay, and I was like, 
yeah, that kid's not going to be okay. <laughs> um, I think my favorite in-game memory had to be uh, freshman year overtime against Anthony Wayne on the, uh, their senior night. Yeah, it was really cool on the bench with a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> I was really close with the seniors, so I was really glad we were able to win for them on that night. Uh, probably the biggest student section we've had for a hockey game maybe ever. Until so. January 20th. Until there, January people. 20th, senior night. <laughs> Whatever. Basketball just lost to Springfield. Hockey is what matters. You d- you do have a game coming up against St. John's at the Huntington, if I saw that yep. correctly. When is that? That's coming up. Uh, I believe that's the Wednesday after the 20th. Wednesday the 23rd, 24th, whatever day it is. Please check Perrysburg Athletics and um, <laughs> St. John's Twitter for the game. Big game at the Huntington Center against yeah. a quality opponent. Um, should be a good one, and it'd be a great time to go uh, support the hockey team. January yep. 25th, I'm being told. January 25th, Huntington Center. Get your tickets now. Going to be a good one. Yep. Now, Cody, this question is from teammate Sam Yonker. He wanted you to talk about your dairy allergy and how <laughs> oh, it has affected God. you growing up. That's a great question. Thank you, Sam. Um, <laughs> Hear about that at practice wow. tonight. I, uh, dairy, had that allergy since I was born. You know, um, kind of used to it now, but I think the guys just love teasing me about it, and it never <laughs> stops, so... His dad's the worst one at it. Yeah, my dad gives it to me, but I'm used to it, and uh, I've learned to deal with it, so it's not that big of a deal now. So, like, what's the allergy like? Is it? Um, uh, it's like, like it can touch me, but if it if I eat dairy, <laughs> so it's not like a it's not like a peanut. Are you just like dead if you eat dairy? No, 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 no. I eat dairy. Touch me. <laughs> touch me. Touch me. But, oh man, yeah. my uh. My throat would swell up, and uh, oh, uh, then that you can't, reminds me of then the, you uh, can't breathe. Oh my gosh. He has a balloon and gets really, yeah, really red. I swell I have up. A picture for you, hives, I'll show you later. Yeah. Do you have any like stories of oh. times you accidentally ate dairy? I have one. Oh, the uh, Chipotle stories are the best. Yeah, well, the one we were playing, we were gonna play basketball at. I, I can't remember where it was, but we get there. Cody starts getting a little red, and I tell him, and I'm like. He starts itching, so he kind of knows that he has something going on. But he's like, I can't go home. Uh, I got McDonald's. My mom told me I wasn't allowed to get McDonald's <laughs> because there's food at home. So he's like, I can't go home. So he literally lays on the bench. And I think it was, like, raining a little bit. He's just curled up on the bench trying to not die from dairy allergy. Yeah. We're just playing basketball. No medicine. Oh, I, so I couldn't go home. I couldn't face my mom after that. So. I was just like meditating on the bench. Joel, here's a here's a picture for you. That's oh. kind of what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So he eats dairy. His he yeah he really be, like Keith yeah. said he becomes a balloon. That is ridiculous. Yeah. It's I feel bad every time we did teen dinners at Chipotle. We're all getting like these big burritos and big bowls, and there's Cody with his little kids meal, <laughs> and we're all just like, oh, I'm so sorry, Cody. Yeah. No, he's just a picky eater. <laughs> now, do you uh, or any of your teammates or coaches have any pregame superstitions? Uh, when we go onto the ice, they all throw a puck, uh, and try to hit like the goal line that goes up on the wall. Mm-hmm. They try to hit that far side corner with the puck. Uh, and Coach Fisher also drinks about eight hundred water bottles a day too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coach Fisher will show up with a bag of water bottles, all plastic. Not a big environment guy. But, oh no. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think we're all pretty good about not getting too caught up in superstitions, but yeah, I don't think we have too many. Now, what is your typical like pregame routine look for you guys? Show up hour before the game, or if you're Jake McCullough, you don't show up an hour before the game. Um, show up an hour before the game, get ready, change out of your your dress clothes, and then go get a team warm up in some dynamic stretches, play some soccer. Uh, just get loose. We try. We try to. Our we try to play soccer. Don't have the most field. coordinated yeah. hockey players. Mm-hmm. Um, put our equipment on. You know, get the speech from coach and get out there. Yeah, we do a kind of a simple warm up actually. It's just about like 15 minutes. Try to get you like loose. Just get your heart rate up. But you go out on the ice. That's really when you try to get dialed in that warm up. And uh, you can you stretch out before and then you stretch out on the ice too, which helps us. Now, do you guys have, like, a favorite pregame song? Um, I think my Oxen Locker Room's pretty good. I, I've got a couple lined up, but I don't know if everyone agrees with that. Yeah, everyone kind of boos them off the Ox, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. There's a few songs, I mean. I think everyone's a big Meek Mill fan. Yeah, Cody. Cody's kind of like the uh, party, what? Race. Party mix, EDM. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's, I mean... Songs like Dreams and Nightmares or First Day Out, get some guys going like that. Any any Chief Keef going on or no? Just a couple, couple Chief Keef appearances here and there. All right, boys, so now we're going to hop into this week's uh, Rank It segments where we uh, give you a topic and ask you to rank it one through five. So this week we're going to be doing top five fast food places. Chick-fil-A one. Mm. That is delusional. I'm sorry. That's I have a dairy oh, allergy. No. Cody has oh, yeah, dairy yeah, allergy. Okay. It's very sensitive. He gets the grilled nuggets too. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> uh, Joel's visibly upset. <laughs> you guys can't see that. He just stepped away from the table. He's taking a deep breath right now to cope with what just happened. But Joel, Joel fire, fire. Go get some yeah. fried food. <laughs> now Joel's comfort food is Taco Bell. So yeah, you'll see him at TB after uh, this. I think. I think McDonald's got to be above Wendy's pricing. I, I think it depends on that. Yeah, pricing is big factor. Better. Always big factor. Yeah. yeah. Another, I mean, Five Guys, I would say is up there, but the pricing oh, is can't go there with is, Cody though. Can't go there. Canes can't go there with me. Uh, um, this was the struggle during Chipper. golf. Yeah, Chipotle. Chip, uh, if that's chippers. considered fast food. Oh, yeah. Wait, of course so like, it is. What's the reason you can't have Canes? Is do they cook like with buttermilk yeah. or something? Okay, yeah. Yeah. See, we try we yeah. try and do like these no, we, team we dinners. Like team dinners during golf, we like recommend all these different places. <laughs> Cody's like, uh, no, no, especially not that one, and no. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you just pick it. I'm okay. It'll be fine. I might but, get some heat for this one, but I think Panda Express is is a okay, good one yeah. too. Pandas, all right. Pandas, all right. They also give you a lot of food. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Good portions. All right, so what is your uh, favorite Netflix show that you've watched or are currently watching? I just finished Kaleidoscope. I've heard that's good. You can, like, watch it in any order. Uh, it's, like, really good. Good storyline, good mm-hmm. good ending. Yeah. Uh, I don't really watch too many shows, but I got it. There was, what, it was, like, the criminal thingy on Netflix mm. uh, where they just... There's a bunch of different like scenes or whatever that they just try to solve or talk about. Talking about shows, what is your guys' opinion on the Mighty Ducks? 
I think it's a classic. Yeah, I think they're. I'd say the first two are a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, than one the and third two. One. Can't go three. Mm-hmm. Is the fourth one, right? Is there four now? Yeah. I don't think so. You sure? I think that's Nah, TV, sh- can't, TV no, no, show is no, bad. It, yeah. That's bad. If I can ask, what is the Mighty Ducks? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Gordon <laughs> Bombay? No? Nothing? The Triple D, Joel. The, tri- the Flying V? The Flying V? The flying like the Gordon top, top... Gordon Bombay. One of the top... <laughs> literally the top hockey movie of the 90s and 2000s, probably? Yeah, I, I bet I've seen Mighty Ducks. Oh, I've countless seen, times. The only hockey movie yeah. I can name is good, and it is so good. What about Miracle? Miracle? Never You've never seen Miracle, Herb Brooks? Oh. Miracle on Ice? When we wow. beat Russia? You should watch that. You gotta watch that. That is a American classic. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. That's history class in Joel, that is when the USSR crumbled. <laughs> Literally. The, the turning point. That was point. the start of their demise. <laughs> Hockey. from all angles. Yes. That literally was the start of the crumbling of the wall, Joel. Gosh, you gotta get more cultured. You gotta watch Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks watch? for sure too. I will. I will go home and watch it. And Miracle. I'm sure that's on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus too for sure. Okay, I'll. I'll do it. Okay. Um, what is your guys' favorite vacation spot? Oh geez, I like. Me and my family always go up to uh, Silver Lake, mm-hmm. sand dunes. We camp up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was always fun. Haven't been there in a while, but those are always good memories. Uh, I like going to my grandma's house in Canada. Uh, there's, like, nothing around there. It's just kind of you. And then also Utah. It's a cool place, fresh mm-hmm. air. A lot of good things in Utah. No, what's it like up in Canada? Joel wants you to talk about Canada. Um, well, it's a, it's a small town. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's little towns around the area the entire time. But it's just you're outside a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of animals. Uh, also golf up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. You thought what? Okay, maybe, maybe, no, I'm going to make myself look like a fool. Then nope. Right, so. Hey, what are you going to say, Joel? Well <laughs> what are you about to say? Poutine's <laughs> not Canadian? No, no, multiple <laughs> moments of me looking like an idiot. I thought that Canada was, like, always snowing. How do you golf up there? Or is it not? Oh, my God. Is it not always snowing? Oh, Joel. We have multiple seasons. Uh, there's still summer, spring, fall, and winter there, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All four seasons. Uh-oh. Oh, man. We're, we, we have to talk about that football scholarship, Joel. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm going on scholarship. Anyway, Jake, I'm Joel. You're on a roll today, man. It's your question. All right. So um, I think Joel's going to watch one of these later, but what was the last YouTube video you watched? Oh, How to Cook a Steak. You really? <laughs> yeah. What are you? Okay, that might be worse than not knowing I, I, it doesn't not no. always snow in Canada. I think I cooked no. six no, steaks right. in last week. Six different ways? how to do it. Yeah. Six different ways? Yeah. Oh, that's valid. It's like. Yeah. You probably watched the guy who cooked a steak 50 ways. Do you season the flavor? I have dairy-free butter, Joel. Okay. <laughs> in case the mic didn't pick that of up, course. Joel was asking if butter was dairy. Another thing <laughs> to add to the list well, today. No, no. I said, is it butter dairy? Because they do make dairy-free. They butter. They make dairy-free yeah. products. Yeah. What is it? What is it made of? Uh, oil, fat. Oh my gosh. Okay. Salt. Yeah. The, this classic steak seasoning. <laughs> well, it's not. A, you call butter a seasoning? It's not a seasoning. You do season steaks with butter, Joel. 
Well, you yeah. baste steaks you, you with butter. Also, What's the best way you cook it? What's the best way you um, cook steak? Just a, like... Pan sear. Keep it, yeah. Grill. Keep it thin. Iron skillet. Sear it. Keep it medium rare. Baste. Mm-hmm. Garlic. And thyme. Mm-hmm. Very specific. What about you, Keen? Uh... I... It's probably... Uh... Is, do you watch Good Good Golf? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably one of their videos. A lot of good quality content. Yeah, a lot of funny stuff. A few new members now. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's changed, but it's still just mm-hmm. funny. Goofing They're around. also good too. Some of them. So. Mm-hmm. Now, what does a typical day in the life look like for you guys? Wake up, shower, go to school. Uh, after that, go home. Probably get some snacks, get dinner. Go to practice, get home around 11.30, and then do some homework. Yeah, I think mine's the same. Probably a nap in there after school. I get out a little earlier, but practice, and then our practices end at like 11.30, so we get home, go right to bed, and repeat. Now, are either of you morning people? No. Absolutely not. I didn't think so, but I figured I'd still ask. But With hockey practice ending so late, you mentioned 11.30, how do you balance your uh, hockey practice in school or golf in school? Uh, I think now the the younger generations don't. Um, mm. So, I mean, that's that's a little rough, so they got to work on that. But a few years ago, we actually used to get back super, super late. Like, we'd get home at 1.30, 1.20. Uh, but wow. we also had a team that were all on the high honor roll. Uh, uh-huh. All of us were, so I think we were able to manage it. You just kind of, it stinks because you get done from school at seven and a half hours, but you got to do your homework. That way you're not up super late and get some sleep and can focus at school the next day. Yeah, I think time management comes into, yeah. comes into play big there. And There's a couple times some guys, we, we take buses to practice, so take their backpacks, do some work on the bus, and yeah. Now, do you feel like that's part of your senior leadership, making sure the younger underclassmen do their homework and stuff like that? Yeah. W- also, uh, Coach Hall, mm-hmm. since he's a teacher, so he's able to kind of check those. Uh, but we do tell the guys, like, you got to make sure you're getting your work done. That way you can continue to play, uh, which honestly shouldn't be too hard. You pretty much just got to turn in your assignments. Now, who are some of your guys' favorite teachers? Um, I've had, I've been lucky enough to have both Moravitzes. I mm-hmm. both, I love both having, having both of them. And, um, yeah, Mrs. Marshall has been a good role model for me in, in that STEM field I had for engineering and now computer science. Uh, I like Mr. Stein and Mrs. Gallagher, mm-hmm. also Mrs. Westrick. I think they're just fun people in general. Uh, I can't remember my freshman math teacher. But she was nice. Okay. <laughs> now, what is one unique thing about you that people may not know? You gotta have something like you love to knit, something like that. You gotta have something. Jeez. Other than the dairy allergy, I think. Yeah, we kind of Cody's is out of the bag. I think I like to cook. I like to make my own food and, or really just pick up any new hobby. I'm crazy at badminton. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. That is. Wild. That is. That is. That's. Yeah, that's a, something. A school badminton tournament. 
kind of thinking about other sports. What do we think about pickleball? I'm I'm getting into it. I love absolutely it. love it. Yeah, we're it's we're big pickleball yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, good at They're that. are putting too. in those new courts. I think it's going to be yeah. great. We put in the work uh, sophomore year. We would play like every single day. Pickleball it's could so be the fun. future. I mean, you don't have to it run much. It's so. a lot of it's. There's still a lot of footwork well, involved. A lot of, in hand a lot of eye, footwork, but, but it's not like tennis where you have to run no, back no. and forth. It's good. It's, it's like strategy, more strategy. Kind yeah. Of those. So now we're heading into our final segment called uh, one word, where you're each going to give one word that describes the other person. So Cody, you're going to go first. What is one word that describes Ooh. McKean? Jeez. <laughs> oh no. Um, McKean Hanley. Probably, oh, jeez. I'd say tough. I think he uh, he takes the the role of a tough guy on the ice, and, and no one really wants to mess with him on the ice. Um, I'm lucky to be, on. I think, on his good side off the ice, but definitely don't want to get in a, in a fight wrestling match with him. Uh, for Cody, I gotta go, uh, there's a few, um, I would say sniff, but I'm gonna go with a shooter, uh, as in hockey. Okay. Kid shoots, scores, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of what he does. He's got some, like, silk in him, just calm, steady. Those are good. Now, um, if you two were ever to drop the gloves, who would, who would win? Not me. Not you. I'll give Keen that. Beat one. bad. Like you're not even gonna put up a fight. I'll put up a fight. Like, but... would you land a punch? No, he won't. <laughs> no, he won't. Would you land a punch, Cody? Do you Pro- think he would land? A yeah, punch? he probably would. I'd, I'd land one or two. Uh, Cody, I have uh, one question for you. Actually, um, are you like mean on the ice? Because I, I feel like every time I see you in the classroom, you're like the nicest kid ever. No, I think. Where does your competitive he's, spirit? He's come no. From? He's got some good chirps. So. Yeah, I think the meanness comes from words rather than like. Yeah. Physicality. He's verbally abusive. No, it, it's not even like that. It's just <laughs> really funny. Like, when someone does something dumb on the other team, it's like there's a few kids that, like, dish it out because, I mean, our coach doesn't like it too much, but Cody and I just, we have to. So, yeah, I think I think he gets in people's head just by doing stuff like that. Now, I got one more thing I want to talk to both Cody and McKean about. Cody, there's a notion that goes around that – uh you're a goal scorer and all, but you don't really uh, get back and play defense. Ooh. So, uh, what do you want to comment a, about that? Not a fan of that one. I think, I think I have the best plus-minus rating on the on the forwards on the team. On the forwards yeah. for the forwards, um, you're dodging the question very therefore, politically. Therefore, do you or do you not get back and play oh, defense? Oh, I get back, Jack. I get back. I play defense. He he back checks. Um, I would say when he has the opportunity, get the puck. I'm very strategic in but, my yeah he my, he plays like strategically like on the penalty kill he's in the right spots like he's not okay he's not completely useless like you throw him the <laughs> you throw him the puck he's gonna get it out of the zone like he's calm enough to hold on to the puck and then he'll skate it down so, okay I mean he's he's a high defensive player but he's always looking to jump on the offensive side obviously since he's got over a hundred goals which is I mean you, we need that as a team because you don't win games by Having zero goals. That was a very good answer, both of you. And uh, that's a good way to wrap it up, I think, today. Thank you uh, for coming on today. You truly were some awesome guests. Joel and I wish you the best of luck the rest of the hockey season. I know you guys got practice later tonight, so good luck with that tonight. And uh, 
Next week, we'll be interviewing Perrysburg High School alum and current BG soccer goalie Brendan Graves, and I'm sure we'll have a lot of interesting topics to talk about there. This has been another episode of Inside the Hive, episode 14, a Jacket Sports Network production. Joel, it's that time again. It is that time. To the moon, baby. To the moon.